Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the main event of the evening. This podcast is scheduled for roughly 60 minutes, give or take a few. Now, introducing the principals. The man with the best beard in the business, Brian the Beast Eastlick. His tag team partner, Laura Abiyas, one and only true God King, Judge the Truth Die. They're the reigning, defending podcast tag team champions of the internet. I present to you things about stuff. Shit. Did you did you unmute my mic? Yeah. I hope. Yeah, yeah we on. Yeah, <laughs> you just this is, <laughs> this is a solo podcast right now. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I'm taking over one. We'll do it live. At a time. <laughs> We're doing it live. Fuck it, you know. We're doing Back it live it again, man. because uh, this is gonna be up later tomorrow. Because uh, you know, just shit was like i don't know like schedules were all fucked up this week and we didn't get to do this till thursday you're usually busy on a on a on a tuesday wednesday so thursday and monday night you know just you know shitty ordeal with you so not with not with us but you know you personally had a shitty ordeal and you just didn't feel like being funny nah you gotta had to work late and deal with people i don't like so, so we've been we'd have been starting twelve thirty. That I mean I would have done it. I mean I'm a I'm a I'm a trooper like that. I feel you, dude. I feel you. Yeah. Um I had some uh I had to do uh I had to I didn't have to work today because of fucking weather. They canceled an event so I didn't get to work, so Oh no kidding. Yeah, it was kind of a shitty deal for me when it rained, so I was only had to work for like an hour and a half, and I would have got paid half a day. So that's damn good. Oh damn! So I, I like I like that shit. I like that. Yeah, I'm into shit like that. <laughs> you like Garth Brooks? I like that. I like that. I, I really like that. <laughs> oh shit! We'll 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 talk about Garth in a little bit. Um, but because uh, you know everybody loves to talk about. Everybody like I've I've been turned on to the Garth Brooks cringe here lately, so kind of enjoying it and showing everybody the cringe when I can when I see him. Oh, it's solid gold, man. Oh uh, yeah, that's quality internet. But let's uh let's uh let's start out how we always start out. So what you been up to, man? What what you been up to since we've been since we talked about almost over a week ago on the podcast? Well, shit, I uh I got to catch Hell in a Cell this weekend. Nice. That was pretty kick ass, dude. Nice. Um It was a the whole night was kick ass up until the very last match. Yeah. Uh we'll talk about that too later. We got that we got that on the agenda too. Very cool. Uh yeah. Um anything else? Just chilling, working, clubbing. Clubbing. Uh I had little man. Yeah. Uh he got a uh, hoverboard for his birthday. Yeah, 
So we took that out and about and took it down to the bike path. Yeah. The opened up the speed. Did you, does he does he blaze on it? I think it's going, man. Do you get going on it? Or do you even try it? I'm too big. Too big? Has it got a weight limit on it? Yeah, it tops off at a buck fifty. Ah, nice. That's uh I fluctuate between like one sixty five, one seventy five. Nice. Uh so yeah, I'm too big. So that means I'm definitely too big for it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh so that was a lot of fun, man. We had a a weekend off of soccer, so we didn't have to travel anywhere or anything like that. Did you but kinda... with the weather and that we've really taken a break from soccer. The whole team has. Have you how many games you guys got left? Uh, three or four. We have a couple rain outs that making... we may or may not make up. I was going to ask if you are going to make any of those up. Yeah, cause, dude, one of them South Des Moines. Oh. Did you travel for, for that or what? Yeah, we were going to have to go there. We were yeah. going to have to go to Des Moines uh, for a you know, 10-year-old soccer team. Yeah, no thanks. Nah, and that's like, they have so many kids, you know, every single kid on that team is 10. And we top off at nine, man. Play, Our ten-year-olds are playing on the twelve-year-old team. No, we don't have no ten-year-olds on uh, on a ten-year-old team. That's that's nah, man, that's what we got rid of the eight-year-old team and brought kids up. You know how hard it is to coach a nine-year-old, nine-year-olds and six six years old at the same time. I mean, goddamn, dude. That's 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 rough. Dude, that age right there, there's a huge gap in uh, what we need to learn and how willing we are to get serious about the game. It's uh, tough, man. Coaching I mean, at any age level, oh, I'm yeah. sure you can relate that yeah. it's tough, man. It's getting through to other people's kids. Yeah, I mean, even like, um, like in football, um, <clears throat> coaching from – freshman to senior is just so much too you know because you i mean you've got these kids that have been playing like they're freshmen they've been they're playing you know seventh and eighth grade football you know and maybe maybe this year is their first year they go out right and they're just their mentality is different you know as a, you know opposed to like a junior senior they're they've been in they've been in the shit for about two years you know you know like, like Vietnam, they've been in the shit. Right. But, uh, and I think you could even relate that to, uh, like, when Carson King's thing came up, that he was 16. Yeah. And I remember hearing, I remember people saying that you're old enough to drive, you're old enough to know better. And it's like, well, you, when you got your eyes and ears on the ground there, mm-hmm. you know, coaching kids, you realize how much growing goes on. Oh yeah, dude. Sixteen to seventeen—that's a huge year, for especially from freshmen until you know, up until their seniors. Of course, there's gonna be some kids, you know, that are gonna be the same mentality their their whole high school career. You know, there's gonna be that, but you know, just it's. But like, I mean, I think you know, with the case with Carson King, I don't think I think he 
grew up and matured, whereas, you know, some of these kids, you know, they don't, but. Yeah, and I don't know the guy <coughs> personally, but. Uh, he seems like I from everything I've seen. I relate that point, though. From like, you everything. Do so I, much growing up in that first 18 years, man. Yeah, I yeah, think. Six to nine is huge. Uh, freshman then, to senior, yeah. They're all huge landmarks. I mean, year to, yeah, year to year is huge. In those, when you're in school, before you're done with high school. You're on a year-to-year basis of being a completely yeah. different person in 12 months. Yeah. I mean, definitely um, definitely a big growth in, like, in from and three years makes a difference. Four years makes a difference, you know. Like, you know, and then, like, even, you know, I would like, you know, I'd like to see kids that from when they are seventh graders till, you know, the time they're like a sophomore in high school, you know, they, they, they change that much, you know, cause they go from watching, you know, shows like, I don't even know like what a tween show is, but they go from watching that to watching like <laughs> more shit, like breaking bad and like other shit. They're like, they want to be adults. Yeah. So. Yeah. I started watching Tosh.0 when I was in high school. Yeah. You know, around the same 16, 15, 16, something like that. One of my favorite shows that I, that's on, like, pretty much any time during the day is Ridiculousness. That's one. I love that show. Yeah. I, love. I think that's the only show MTV has now. <laughs> yeah, I think, Catfish. I think they canceled everything and they just have Ridiculousness and Catfished. Uh, they got yeah. Teen Mom on now, but. Oh no, kidding! Uh, and you know, I see you commercials can... for the uh, was it Jersey Shore crew? Uh the reunion. Are yeah. they still doing that? Uh I remember you bringing up something that happened on the show, or that they were talking about in promos. Yeah, and like talked about it on Facebook, and then like a true fan was like, "That happened like two years ago." You're like, well, news flash about these losers. It's airing tonight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you can give me shit for like in Teen Mom, but that is some of the best fucking show, like best TV out there because some like I don't know what it is, but it's something about these kids that, you know, have to face these adult problems and they're like, Oh my god, I I can't, you know. I can't, you know, afford this new car that I really want because I've got a child and a Lamborghini just doesn't fit a car seat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, being a parent as a teenager is tough, but being the type of person who wants to be on TV. Oh, yeah. On MTV. There was. Nonetheless. There was. And a, a, a parent. That has to be difficult. Yeah. There was one, um, I can't remember the girl, but I mean, I know my wife could tell me if, um, if I, if I described what I'm about to describe, she would know which one I was talking about, but she was pissed at her boyfriend because he would leave like for like two weeks at a time or a month at a time. Cause he worked on a fucking oil rig and made good ass money. Oh, hell yeah, dude he made good ass money and she wanted him to quit and find like a $40,000 a year job around here when he probably made like $40,000 a year or $40,000 a month on the fucking oil rig. It's just some of these girls on there do not fucking understand like concepts 
of like, hey, he's going to make money, you know. If he's gone for a month at a time, get a FaceTime, fuck, something. Yeah, and that's what I was what I was saying, though, is these aren't only young kids. These are young kids who want to be on MTV, who yeah. want to be on television. They want to be on TV. The, the IQ is at an all-time low. Yeah. I mean, some of these girls were um, were smart. Others, I, I imagine so. I mean, I, they, I hope so. Obviously. I mean, some of them, you know, went to do, you know, went to college and shit like that. Others just wanted to ride their fame out. But, you know, our Iowa girl, our Iowa girl, she tried her damnedest to stay relevant. <laughs> she, uh, she, uh, did, um, she did some porn. Yeah, she used all her holes to try and stay relevant, <laughs> yeah. dude. Well, someone that was crazy. Bitch. Oh God, like, um. Yeah, she was. I think oh, I can't remember. I read somewhere, and she like someone went up to her at like a AVN, not AVN, but like an adult expo, and she yeah. was there, and and he and the guy was like, "Who are you?" And she's like, "I'm Ar- I'm Farrah Abrams." Blah blah blah. blah. And he's like, "Oh, sorry, I don't know you." And she got like <laughs> yeah. really pissed that he did. Yes. No, <laughs> he I remember did. when that came out. That was one of my favorite things. <laughs> Yeah. For a minute, <laughs> it was her getting all pissed off. Did they have a video for that? Didn't they? Oh yeah, that went viral, man. Yeah, it was he, viral. She was... I think he was, him or his crew was filming when that happened, and caught her being all like, "I'm the star. Now I'm the star. I'm the star." <laughs> no one knows who you are. Doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't uh, fucking uh, I can't remember the guy's name that she. James Dean, right? I think that was who she was with. I know he called her the R word in the video. Yeah, I was going to say, he <laughs> de- basically degrades her through the whole fucking thing. I'm yeah. like, all right. <laughs> the hard R, huh? Sweet. <laughs> she might justify yeah. that. It's <laughs> uh... fucking donkey's dick swinging in front of their face. It was a donkey dick swinging in front of her face. Yeah. Oh shit. That's uh that's <laughs> fucking pretty badass there. <laughs> How do we even get onto that? Oh yeah, we were talking about uh shows and yeah, we get on we get off on tangents, man. It's hard to it's sometimes hey, we're, just, it's, we're rocking and rolling, dude. We're some, doing it live. Sometimes, man, it just like we go off of these tangents. I'm like, where did we start this tangent at? To see, and I'm like, I don't even know. It don't make sense where we where we went from here, but it strings together. It's like fucking eight degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? Yeah, <laughs> like eight strips of Kevin Bacon. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. You know one thing that I've been because I've been looking. Speaking of bacon, man, I've been thinking about getting on that keto diet, right? Just to you know, like get lose some weight. Um, oh yeah. That that uh, it looks like that diet loves bacon, and I could get on with a diet that loves bacon. Nice. I mean, I didn't realize. I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, it's like all it's like low carbs, but like, ah, like low carbs and like no true like no sweets, but like you can drink like I get like no sugar, but like you can have like artificial sugar. Like I guess if you drink pop, you could have like. Like I like Mountain Dew. I really don't drink it that much anymore. But like you can have diet Mountain Dew. Like you can have diet soda. 
Oh, yeah. Burp there. But yeah, you can have stuff like that on that diet. So I was like, but they like it's saw a lot of recipes that have bacon in it. I'm like, oh man, I can get down with that. Well, that's the best shape I've ever been in. I went like three or four years without drinking any soda. And uh, I worked for the two years I worked at the casino. Mm-hmm. I had the uh, whatever you'd call it, the weightlifting, the wellness oh, center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was called. So I got to use that for free. And that was the best shape I've ever got it. That's probably the best I've ever felt. Health-wise, was kicking the sodas. Yeah, dude, I've been, I've been, I've been lifting for a minute now. About, I think about seven weeks now. I'm on week seven, so almost two months, and uh, I'm right back around around where my uh, my uh, max was on bench because I put up. Nice. I think I put up two seventy like three times the other day, and I did the the weight conversion chart, like the max conversion chart said like 270 three times was like 295 would be my max but like i can i know i could push up 300 probably damn dude about I do it <laughs> huh. I, that's about there i've been looking on my on my uh on my program and like here in a couple weeks it says like you're up to like you're you go up to like 95 percent of your of your max and then like the next rep is like or the next rep is you can either do 95% or try your max. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try to hit it. There you go. Maybe get that 315. Damn, dog. I know, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a beast. Put up them plates, bro. <laughs> There's probably fucking listeners out here like I do 400 pounds of fucking your fucking weakling. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Calm down. This ain't no competition. This is just for my personal best. I'm trying to. I'm just out here trying to be a better version of myself. Hey, nothing but respect, man. Daps up. <laughs> What's crazy is the way people are seeing us on the screen compared to like how our our things set up on here is like I'm actually on the right and he's actually on the left. But the way we had to orient the the cameras was, you know, we had to put it that way. Yeah, like a mirror effect. Yeah. But you know what's crazy, though? Like, when we first had it set up and just threw them up there, I remember I'd look this way, like, toward you, and on screen, <laughs> You're looking we're looking away. away from each other. <laughs> yeah, so I had to mirror. <laughs> like, we're talking to people off screen. I had to mirror them, so. <laughs> so there's pre- people probably like, oh, I could tell you how to do that. <laughs> I can fix your OBS. I can fix everything for you. Just uh, give me a call. Get some duct tape. Duct tape, yeah. Uh shit. So uh we we both um we had the um so I had the celebration of life for my grandpa last weekend, which was pretty cool. Um oh, yeah. You know, it's it's something that's still, you know, you know, I think about a lot, you know, I miss him a lot. And it just, you know, it really sucked that, you know, the last year I only got to see him a handful of times. And, you know, that was one of the big things I was, when I moved back, was going to be able to see my grandpa, you know, go out there to the farm and stuff. And, you know, then he got, you know, he had a, he got infected, he had infection in his bones and his bloodstream and everything was kind of clearing out. 
and they passed away, you know, kind of unexpectedly. And, you know, it was just sucked because then you know, I didn't really get to go see him that much. But, oh, we got, uh, we got Terry in here getting ready to take the baby to bed. Hold on a second. I'm going to ask her who that was on uh, Teen Mom. Hey, who is that girl on Teen Mom? And while he's doing that. Uh, check us out on our social media Who's accounts. I know you can find us that, on uh, Facebook. Was mad her uh, Facebook dot com slash things about stuff podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Leah. She thinks it's Leah, but did you, would you, what, uh, did you, did you say our socials right? I mean, for the most part, I know I got Facebook. Facebook at Facebook, facebook.com slash things about podcast. It was Leah. We do have confirmation now. It was Leah. Leah. That was, uh. Yeah, the the dumbass team mom. The, the the dumbass that told her boyfriend to quit the oil rig to get a job around there that paid significantly less. But, Silliness. Uh, yeah. Uh yeah. Our uh, socials were uh Facebook.com slash Things About Stuff Podcast. Then our Twitter is at podcast underscore T A S. The T A S stands for Things About Stuff. What about Instagram? Instagram, check out the gram at things about stuff podcast. Yeah, you're getting better at this. You're getting you're getting better. You're getting better, man. I can't. I can't. You're like a you're like a like a like a young child that you know you teach something over and over and over, and then eventually they get it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a regular savant. I'm not. I'm not. I know about social media. No, nah, it's just like every, we do this. We've done this for like what fifty episodes, <laughs> and you're just like, I think it's. <laughs> he keeps saying, I yeah. think it's this. I think it's that. <laughs> hey, I think I can. <laughs> I think I can. Then hey, of course, there was a famous train engine who made something of himself. <laughs> I think it he can. Oh shit! Uh, fucking. Then you can find us on Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv slash Things About Stuff Podcast. But uh, yeah, going back to talking about my grandpa, I know I got off track about. I wanted to ask her that while before she went to sleep because she came downstairs. She had the baby. The baby was asleep. But um, yeah, it was just it. It's been kind of tough because, you know, I wanted to see him when I came back, and I only got to see him a handful of times when I moved away. And then when I was moving back, it was gonna be I was gonna you know go out there and hang out at the farm you know more and see him because I didn't get to see him and then you know he ended up passing shortly before you know um before we moved back um he passed on May 25th and we moved back June 2nd so it was kind of an unfortunate deal um I feel for you man that's tough shit yeah well um it's a tough one man it like it kind of been like a little bit numb about all of it you know it was just kind of like it kind of like you don't kind of you kind of like know that they're not there but then you kind of at the same time sometimes you like forget that they're not going to be there when you go you know I don't know how to explain it 
Oh yeah, it was definitely it's definitely unexpected for sure. Yeah, like you know, You're I was never never ready for anything like that. Yeah, it's like I like I'd say that. I know that like I know like I don't know. It's hard to explain like what I was saying like like it didn't really like it like I watched that they had that video montage of all those pictures and stuff and it was just like kind of hit me again and stuff. I mean, I didn't cry, but it was like it definitely definitely hit me, you know, hard like man, you know, he's he's gone and like it just it was kind of like just hit me again i guess you could say it was it was cool to look at all those pictures of you know my grandpa when he was young and uh ha, just you know him as a father you know my seeing my mom or not my mom but my dad and my aunt and my uncle all his kids and uh my grandpa you know as their father you know and uh, one of the funniest stories that uh I think I've heard told about my grandpa because my grandpa, uh, when he was younger, he's kind of a kind of a hard ass, you know. But but as he got older, you know, as he got older, he was more of a he he came he came like a softy, like he was really like, um, he's more he was he would show more emotion than he would when he was younger, so um. But I I seen uh by uh, my dad told or maybe it was my aunt told me this but um my my dad clint and your dad were all upstairs wrestling or something and my grandpa is marching up the stairs like he's gonna beat some ass right <laughs> and uh he gets up to the top of the stairs and he he's getting ready to yell at him and he just goes he just he pulls a one of these <laughs> farts right <laughs> and and my dad and and your dad and uh clint all just bust up laughing and my grandpa just turned around and went back down the stairs <laughs> can't be a badass when you're when you're you know ripping ass i guess <laughs> well you could really get a point across that way <laughs> uh but it was yeah he was uh yeah, he was kind of a hard ass when he was younger than he got to be, you know, as he get when he got older he was more uh more of a more of a softy. He you know, like he I always remember him like he'd always pick me up in town and take me, you know, out to the farm to spend time with him and grandma. I I was always out their house weekends, summer, all kind all, you know, all the time just going out there and visit him. So, and just you know, seeing those yeah, videos, that's those, good stuff, man. Those pictures. That family time is precious. Oh yeah, and that's uh, that's one of those things that really makes you think about it. Yeah, you know, uh, losing my pops. Mm-hmm. So I really felt for uh, Jake in that time because he was in school. Yeah, he was moving around and stuff, doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is of course bettered his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing shit he had to do, but like when we left Iowa City, I came back. Yeah. I got to hang with him and stuff, where you know Jake was off doing his thing, and that's where yeah. I really I felt for him and I feel for you with your grandpa, man. Is mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you don't realize how valuable that time is until it's until it's uh, 
not an opportunity anymore. Yeah. Type of thing. And I know he was, I know he was like super proud of me when I got the job and, you know, but I had to move away. He was, he was really proud of me that I got a job and was able to, you know, do what I wanted to do with my career. Um, Oh yeah. He was rooting for you up on the hill, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, that for sure. (laughs) I know. I know he was, he was happy for me and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, cause in, in the same thing, I mean, you know, my, you know, my aunt Chris's, you know, her daughters, you know, they, they both moved away and they don't, you know, they didn't get to, they didn't get to, you know, come probably out and visit as much as they, you know, wanted. Cause they both moved to different places and, you know, out of Iowa and, uh, you know, just one of those things, you know, you, you kind of, sometimes you had to move away to, you know, better yourself but then at the same time you know you move away from family that kind of sucks and you know now i i really don't and like i don't i'm not gonna move away again i'm gonna be i'm i'm stuck here so because <laughs> i don't want to move away from family again just because i don't want you know that that kind of thing happens and it's just like you know it just puts it in perspective oh no doubt man. but uh no doubt <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, it was, it was a good time. We got to see a lot of friends and family of my grandpa's. Um, but, uh, yeah, they, there's some good food there. So had some chili, but, uh, but my, uh, there was no cheese. So I know damn well, if my grandpa was there, he'd be like, Joe fucking, you have chili, but no cheese. What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) He would would have probably told him that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chili, no cheese. What the hell's wrong with you? What uh, you got gas in your car, right? <laughs> Get your ass back in town. <laughs> <laughs> I think I uh, I don't know. I think I don't know if my I don't know if my dad brought his vehicle over or what. My mom wasn't there because she was sick, but you know, she I, I think she she was sick and like I had had the sickness like a week before, so I know how that felt. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was good time. It was, it was a good time. Got to see a lot of family and, uh, the kids all got to, they played out in that swing set or not swing set, but that park until dark. Oh yeah. They were out there in the pitch dark playing on the, on that, on that slide swing set thing, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. That little playground there. Yeah. uh, Yeah, man. Seeing kids, uh, make fun without the internet. Yeah, That's something to behold. <laughs> yeah, that happens once in a while. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, yeah, my, uh, my son likes to play ride four wheelers. There's no four wheelers out there for him. That's one of the things he likes to do when he, uh, that doesn't involve the internet. Yeah, and my daughter, she she's been getting on the on the tablet here lately, but she even like I think even the even she still likes to go outside and ride bikes and stuff like that. So. She gets out and does her thing. She does gymnastics too, so she's been doing good on that. I think when we when I me and when uh when we go to we because I take both the girls the even the baby she's two months I guess they can start out as little as eighteen months, but she's uh, a little over two. She was she's been doing gymnastics. I have to chase her around, make sure she goes from station to station. <laughs> so no, yeah, yep. But hopefully, yeah, you know, in that attention span. 
yeah hopefully it all i mean hopefully it's something that she can enjoy when she gets older you know get you know do flips and uneven bars and i don't know what else they do the the high beam yeah there you go but it makes sense that they start them that early because like olympic gymnastics they top off at teenage years yeah like 15 16 that's it's crazy that remember when the chinese team got in trouble because their girls were 12 years old <laughs> no i did not know that that was like athens 2004 really something like that were they out there winning gold and shit oh they were kicking ass and then when it came they got caught their girls weren't old enough to be olympic athletes oh shit and the other ones are only you know 16 years old yeah they top they out like too young to even be there yeah they were they were seriously like you know 14 years old tops and are competing in the olympics that's ridiculous but they're i mean if like i said though if you're good enough to be there why not right like that kid in the Little League World Series played for the Bronx. <laughs> the one that was too old? old? Yeah, yeah. you know, if you're good enough, do it. What was he throwing? He was throwing like 60 or 70 miles an hour? It, probably in the 70s. And they said that for his age, that would be slow, right? Oh, for, yeah. For fi- it, if you're 15 throwing 70 miles an hour, that's pretty slow. Yeah, that was the thing is he was too old. And then when you really look at, he was he was like fifteen years old playing against twelve year olds, and if he would have been playing with fifteen year olds, yeah, he wasn't that impressive. Uh wasn't the what was the deal with him though? Wasn't he um, wasn't he um, some of his birth certificate wasn't it like they didn't like he wasn't from America, right? He like I don't remember all that. I think he was, I think he, um, I think he came over from like Cuba or Dominican Republic or something like that. And his, some with his, with his birth certificate was messed up or something. They found out his real age. But, you know. It makes sense. There was a kid when I went to, when I was in school, uh, who played in our South Central Conference. Uh, he was adopted or whatever, and they didn't actually know how old he was. But he was grown man size. Turned out he was 28. Well, they never found out. <laughs> there wasn't any due diligence to it. I think there was a kid in my grade that was adopted. I think he ended up being a couple years older than us. I'm pretty sure. He was, a, he was kind of strange, though, anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of a strange guy, but whatever. <laughs> Could be a reason why he was strange. Wasn't the one who had uh, sex with a dead deer, was it? I never heard of that, but... <laughs> because that happened. What? Someone in my grade? I don't know. He was older than me. Oh, well, <laughs> I, I never heard of this, and this is news to me. Sex with a dead deer, though. Yeah, side of the highway, man. Side of, what was it, did one of his homies tell him to do it, or what? I don't know, man. 
I don't know who would put you up to that task. Uh, it's a dare. <laughs> what was someone driving by and saw him or what? I would say his name, but I feel like that would be in poor taste. Can you mute the mics and whisper it in my ear? Nah, I don't know that guy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's our town, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, well. He may have been from La Villa. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, Melrose, maybe that sounds like some. That sounds like outside. I think the outside of the town of Albia, the little side towns. I think that's where all the fuckery goes on. Yeah, like a Tamwa. <laughs> shit like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> that doesn't sound like iconium though not quite iconium antics or moravia antics but <laughs> right you gotta get closer to that meth belt <laughs> yeah i mean which centerville you know is <laughs> yeah exactly centerville is centerville dude. yeah it's a whole different breed dog i tell you i went there for a job interview which I got, by the way, but congrats. I, thanks, man. <laughs> then you quit, right? I did quit that because you didn't get paid or what? Yeah, there was a whole thing. But uh, after the interview, I go get gas right across the street, and the kid pulled in with a flatbed pickup covered in deer, dead deer. Yeah, and then all these matching Chevy pickup trucks pull in behind him and he gets uh i don't know if he got arrested but they weren't gonna let him take his truck like they took his truck and while i'm inside paying for my gas out the other window i watch a drug deal go down <laughs> like Thank god you. damn dude like crime is literally right around the corner <laughs> in this fucking place Jeez, yeah i've uh I used to work at the uh, at gas station right down, this, like right across from that place that you were at. And uh, yeah, there it was right down the road from the low income housing. And like there was some people that you could just kind of tell were geeking out. Yeah. That place actually got ended up getting robbed. My brother-in-law got robbed by the by the by someone there. So yeah, it was kind of kind of weird. So, yeah. me and my brother-in-law have worked together at a couple different places, and I would say n- none of them were ever good situations. Damn. Yeah, it was kind of bullshit. But like, I worked. I started working at that gas station. Got him a job there because he the job that he was at um, ended up. Uh, packing up and moving away. Um, and then, um, he got, he ended up getting a job there after, I think he, I think he got, I don't know if he, I think he, ended up, I don't know if he ended up what happened. He might've got fired cause he got, I think he got a job there like quickly after that place left. So he might've got fired and then got a job there. I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause I think if they were leaving, he'd be able to draw unemployment. I don't know what the deal was, but he ended up getting a job where I was at. I got him a job there. 
and then um did you just cover enough ships for him he's like hey my sister's available <laughs> no actually i met his sister when he was working at that place because she drove him into um she drove him to work and i ended up going hey tell your sister to come back here and uh <laughs> oh you dirty dog because <laughs> i was trying to sell her water man because we have a promo <laughs> we have promotion dude we have promotion we were trying to like trying to we had water. we had competition man i was trying to i was trying to push water on her and she didn't buy any water from me so i didn't damn didn't do a damn good job <laughs> but i ended up getting her number and you know we ended up you know you know getting together you know and the rest they say is history and the rest is history. Exactly. That's beautiful. Man. It's a beautiful story. <laughs> we well, she ended up coming back, and we ended up, you know, talking, clicked, you know, coitus. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're making it sound like less romantic. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've gone too far. I've gone too far. You know, one of the first few, um, like one of the first couple movies we ever watched was Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Oh, nice. And nobody ever remembers that movie. Oh, dude, my dad had it on DVD. Yeah, dude, it was it was a pretty it was pretty Watched legit. Watched the shit out of that. Yeah. Yeah, we that was one of the first movies we ever watched. I got actually um we actually watched one of the other first few movies we watched was Blazing Saddles. So, if I remember right, we watched Did we watched Lindsay and Lindsay started dating her boyfriend because he liked Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. 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 That's awesome, dude. <laughs> but we, she dude, had movies never. Movies are a big deal. Oh yeah, um, she uh, she had never seen Blazing Saddles. I think she was skeptical of it at first. But we watched it, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, and we kind of made fun of that because Erica Badu, you know, she had that crazy Afro wig. Yeah, I was just gonna say. And then she just all of a sudden just pulls it off, and we're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was yeah. We um one of our like first dates we went on together. We went to, we went to Walmart and bought a couple movies. She picked out like a couple scary movies, and then I picked, uh, or maybe she picked one scary movie out. I can't remember. But I got Dave Chappelle Block Party, and I got Blazing Saddles, and I think those were the only two I got. And then we ended up going back, and we watched um we watched. Uh, block party and then we watched um blazing saddles and then like from there on out we were just we constantly would like quote blazing saddles yeah <laughs> so in uh, private <laughs> not in public yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was like, yeah it was it's just a funny movie and for you know for the time you know that it was the the time period it was out like it was that was okay but if they if they came out with something like that today there's no way it would be successful it would get torn apart and the, but that's the weird thing about comedy is as a comedy it would get torn apart but Django Unchained yeah people, they critics fucking loved that movie I've never and seen white, it so is it pretty racist well white people Leo DiCaprio included are dropping N-bombs. Uh, and I can't think of... I've seen a thing where they tallied up how many times a white person said the N-word in that movie. And it's, like, astronomical. Jeez. Like, in the... Like, Blazing Saddles, it's peppered in. Yeah. Where, in that movie, it's the salt, 
pepper, the vinegar. It's fucking half the meat toppings on the sandwich <laughs> of that movie, dude. Ketchup, mustard. They are dropping hardcore N-bombs, hard R's all over the place. <laughs> and they get a pass on it because it's a like a, I don't Drama? Know, a dramatic movie. I don't get I don't get it either. It, it, that is crazy to me though that in comedy you can't say certain things but you can say those things in movies. Yeah. That blows my mind, dude. Blows my mind. Cuz they're depicting um characters. They're not depicting like I guess if you just say it it's not it's it's your view. It's you as a person, not a character. Or you being a character, I guess. Yeah, but that kills me though, dude. It's like, like you can mock, you can't mock something, but you can act it out convincingly, and that's less harmful than mentioning. Especially like, with rape, you know. Yeah. You can't joke about it. You can't talk about it. But that's what Jeff Goldblum. That was one of his very first movies. He was a violent rapist what movie is that it was uh jesus i'm gonna have to look it up because it definitely happened he choked that bitch out with a phone cord oh jeez called her a rich cunt american psycho Uh, sounds like something from american psycho but that wasn't jeff goldblum let's see i'm gonna look it up because this definitely happened uh, but yeah, everyone loves Jeff Goldblum, lest we forget one of his first movie roles was a rapist, uh, a very, very violent rapist. My, uh, my, my grandpa, speaking of him, he hated Ted Danson because Ted Danson played a rapist in a movie. <laughs> he could not, he could not, ever, he never liked anything Ted Danson ever did after that. Cause he was a rapist in a movie. <laughs> I was like, that's uh, I think that's uh, I think my grandma told me that or she mentioned that to somebody, but because well, that he makes sense. Rapist, if you're not, if you're not into it, you're not into it. I mean, but he was an actor playing a character. So I mean, I he didn't go after his job. I imagine no on social media. No. He, well, there's no social media back then. God damn it. Can't find it. Just put Jeff Goldblum movies. That's what I looked at. Jeff Goldblum movies. Well, uh, you look. Jurassic Park, The Fly, and Independence Day. That's probably all he was. That's all he ever did. Look at his IMDb up. I can do that. The Death Wish? I don't know. Or Invasion of the Body? That makes sense. Uh, Death Wish, it says. That's where he played the Apparently, rapist. yeah. Yeah, the, I remember one scene where he chokes this lady out with a phone cord and calls her a rich cunt. Me? Who the fuck is? Who the fuck is? Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck? Who's buzzing in? 
But now that's a a thing of uh, political correctness that I'll never understand. Yeah. And I, not to keep going back to that Carson King, but even on the news they were like, he said this, this, and this. You're right. Um, we would pull says up his... Jeff Goldblum's first movie role was a rapist in Death Wish. So you're right. I mean. Yeah. His very first one, right? Yep. This is his very first role. I knew Jeez. it was one of his first ones. But yeah, dude, everyone loves Jeff Goldblum. He's in Jurassic Park. Yeah, dude. He's the man. I mean, he's a, he's been in a ton of movies. Everybody loves him. But, lest we forget, he not only talked about rape, he very convincingly played a rapist. And why do you get a pass in a movie and not in comedy? I don't know. It's weird. You know, I I would I'm trying to think of like as a rape victim, which would freak the shit out of me more. Some guy mentioning it or him acting it out it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking crazy, dude. I can't get started on political correctness yeah, or we'll be here all night. That's not because <laughs> Um, <clears throat> another th- uh, before I forget to mention it, yeah, um, mowing your yard's pretty risky business. I'm just gonna let you guys know that right away. Um, I uh, I uh, you can't see it probably very well, but I uh, banged my hand like doing um like pole starting a mower like a like a uh, push mower. Well, it's not a push mower; it's like one of those self propelled mowers. But I was yanking it back. Took like twenty times for me to like yank it back, right, and get to start. Even after I primed it, finally it, it went. But uh, I pulled the last one. I pulled back, woof, pull it back. I hit the, I hit the, um, the track where the, where the, um, the garage door goes down. Hit it, smacked it, cut myself up. Right. So that's not even the worst of it. So I'm mowing around the yard, right? I'm mowing near the road. <clears throat> There's a hole, like a, a very like, like I don't know, probably like this big. If if you can't see it, it's about the size of a bowl, like a like a like a dish bowl, not like a marijuana bowl. Kind of like a what? Like a soup bowl, yeah. I got you. So I, I'm, I'm mowing, I step in, I, I don't see, I step in it and go boom. Like it goes like all the way down to my knee. Right. So, cause I kind of basically caught myself and fucking skinned up my fucking ankle inside my sock. Like, cause it didn't skin anything else up on my body, but like skinned my fucking ankle up real bad on the inside. Fucking blood. It was bleeding and shit. Damn dude. Didn't rip my sock or anything, but it fucking... Yeah, but it's dangerous business. Fucking trying to do a good deed, you know, mow the yard, make it look nice, and it, you know, get hurt in the process. I don't know. See, that would have sent me over the edge as if I would have ripped one of my socks. Yeah, I didn't rip a sock, though. I get the good shit. I yeah. get those fruit of the looms. I like these extra soft and ones. Oh, I got the I got the and ones too, bro. You got the and ones? Yeah, I got the and one ankles. 
Same here, dude. Oh, damn, dude. It looks like you got Nikes <laughs> on right now. You got, you got Nikes on right now? Oh, no. It looked like you had a, it looked like you had a check mark on there. I was like, damn. Oh, I thought got you were the... talking about the sweats. They're and one, too. Damn, dog. And one. I got I love and one shorts, man. Like I like and one. You get those on uh you get those at the Walmarts, man. Shit. Yeah, dude. G'd up from the feet up. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. At like <laughs> Ten dollars a pop, dude. It's like real affordable, yeah. g'd up shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's that good, good, dude. Damn, and you don't pay my... ten bucks for a bag of socks. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, I got them and one shoes, dog. So that means I can like I can mow the yard and then I can play a game of pickup basketball if I want. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm down for anything, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can mow. You know, I could go you know teach you know people about fucking the middle ages and then fucking play a game of pickup i'm all good all weather shoes 15 dollars, man and you know what the thing about those is man like they are fucking uh they are um how you, they're they're um real sturdy too they don't fucking fall apart right away like i think yeah. i've had these shoes for a long time I'm probably gonna get me another pair. I think I bought at this at that time, I bought two pairs of them, one white and one black. And the white ones got dirty real quick, so I don't wear those anymore. But the black ones, I fucks with them all the time. Those are like my go-to shoes right now. Oh yeah, dude, and that's crazy. Is that and one used to be the shit? Oh yeah, it was like the dope shit. What especially with the t-shirts. Yeah. I had one that said uh I got more dunks than a uh donut shop. Damn. And it had that guy with no face dunking a donut into a cup of coffee uh, on the back of it. Damn. What's oh, up? Super fresh with Real the baby Lazy T. What's up, man? How's y'all doing? Tea. How's your day going? Going pretty good today, man. Besides the fact that I didn't get work because of the rain, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, this guy over here wants to work. <laughs> you believe that. If I don't work, I can't pay my cell phone bill, and then they can't call me to work. <laughs> but then I guess, you know, cycle, at the same time, though, people also couldn't get a hold of me about bills. Hmm. 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 How about that? They'd have to catch me via snail mail. <laughs> Dude, one time I, I opened up my mailbox. <laughs> Uh, as my grandma was coming over to my place, and I threw it all in the trash, <laughs> all of it, one hundred percent. She goes, "Wow, I wish I could just throw my bills in the trash." Oh. I go, "I know where they're at. I know where they're at. <laughs> I got their phone numbers. They have mine. Believe it or not. They know how to get a hold of me. They've been trying to get a hold of me. I'll get that shit paid before they turn it off." That uh, the fucking what I like is like ah yeah yeah I'm gonna pay you I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, you know see the phone ring I'll hit answer and then on the same swipe hit that red end call button. <laughs> there you go the old double swipe. So they're like they're like they go to say hello they're like they're like oh he answered click they go they're like oh he answered hell click. <laughs> Oh, favorite game growing up. Oh, man. Um, oh, what was my favorite game growing up? 
That's a tough one, dude. We used to do the nickel arcade at uh, Loco Joe's up in Des Moines. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we lived up there. And my favorite, man, was the X-Men, uh, the stand-up arcade game. One of the best nights of my young life was uh, fixing the Nightcrawler slot where you put the nickels in. Yeah. It was all jammed up. And we found a way, and I knocked it out, and like, shit, $2 worth of nickels came flooding out of there, man. Damn. Or this kid said, he healed the Nightcrawler. And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like king for a night. <laughs> but yeah, that oh, was my man. favorite game was the One X-Men. of my favorite games was, uh, I used to love, uh, I think because when I was young, I just came, like, Nintendo just came out. So I was big into uh, Duck Hunter. I was oh, like, hell was, yeah, dude. Like, but if you had to, like, that's like when I was really young. But, like, oh, man, I'd have to say, like, I used to be really big into Madden on PlayStation, too. Like, all the Madden football games. I would, like, you would catch me, like, all summer break when I wasn't in football practice and shit. It was, like, Madden and then, like, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, Grand Theft, dude. Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, yeah. PS2. 3. That was some sick shit. Are y'all dinosaurs? Yeah, dude, I'm uh, I'm 35, man. Hey, dude, I'm 20. What am I now? I'm 34. I'm going to be 35 in December. In two months from today. I think I'm 27. (laughs) You think you're 27? I'm pretty sure I'm 27 years old. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. where are you at, man? What was your favorite game, man? Brutal Blazy T, what were you playing, dog? I'm thinking that's Brutal Blaze YT, like YouTube. YouTube or thank you? <laughs> that's T Y, bro. T Y. He's I a say? senior. He's a senior in high school, man. He's he's YT. He, he's he's living. Oh, Fable. Fable was a damn good game. Fable was a game that I played when I was young. I remember that shit, man, but we didn't, we had the consoles so late and shit like that, man. I loved, um, I loved Fable, um, what was the one, what was it, Fable 2 or 3? When he, when he went to the Navy. Um, well, hey, shouts it, out to your bro, dude, thanks for the service and whatnot. Was it Fable 2 where you had to That's save cool your shit. sister and you had, you had to fucking go up into that, like, tower or some shit? They had, like, a, like, like the dude builds a tower or something, like a tower to, like, heaven or some shit like that. But he builds this, like, big-ass tower and you have to go into it, I think, at the end. Can't remember what it was, if that was, like, Fable 2. I think you have to save your sister in Fable 2. And then you have a dog, I think. And at the end, you can like you have to like you can bring back your dog or something. Can't remember what game what or what Fable that was, but like it was a day. I love Fable. Fable is a good game. Fable, I I've played all. I think Fable one, two, and three. I think I've played them all. Now I had buddies who who played that game. Uh, so that was cool shit. Dogs in Fable are the greatest. Yeah, I think Fable Two. You have to choose between 
saving like your I think you save like you can save like all of humanity or you can save the dog or something like that. Oh, Thanos style dog. You take the dog and you get that yeah, that <laughs> that farmhouse. Half of humanity. Yeah, you can br- I think your dog dies and you can bring your dog back. That's a damn good game. I I enjoyed Fable too. Like there's a lot like I mean you can't I mean, like I played a lot of games and like one of my favorite games right now I've been getting into um it's it was actually I think it started out as like a mobile game but I've been playing uh Cyber Hunter. It's a pretty cool game. It's like a it's a battle royale. So you like steal people's identity and shit? No, not like that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a battle royale game and uh, it's pretty fun. I seen my buddy I seen Junkhead play it. No, and then didn't. I saw my buddy Jay Longo Poker play it. I remember the Hobbs. Those things like dead orphans reborn as goblins. Oh, it's fucked up, man. It's like um Yeah, that sounds heavy, bro. It sounds heavy. Heavy, heavy. Now I remember when that game came out and watching my buddies play it and shit like that. But dude, nothing nothing beats pinball man pinball's a fucking fun game i still play pinball when i go to an arcade oh hell yeah dude and that's like that was my game back in the day was pinball and it didn't matter what machine it was dude it could be a golden girls i'll hit that oh, double ball dude a, dude. A, a golden girls fucking pinball man you yeah. know how dope that would be yeah i'd play golden girls pinball dude you I'd, have i would I would, and I'd hit that double ball bonus until Betty got them titties out, dude. <laughs> oh! I fucks with pinball hard. Oh, Blanche, dog. Why would you want Betty? All of them, dude. Uh, B. Arthur in, titties. I'd have them in a row. <laughs> I'd have them all in a row. Talking about them Sophia titties. Sophia titties. Just, like, all up in there. Oh, dude, um... Showing off them Dude, one of uh, like one of our buddies, Pep, he had a, a picture up of the Golden Girls when they were younger, right? All of them when they were younger. Man, Blanche was a dime. She was fucking good looking. I have no idea what the fucking Golden Girls is, but y'all playing hard. <laughs> dude, dude, do us a favor, man. Uh, check out Golden Girls, man. They were they were pretty legit. Have you ever seen? Have was you ever Blanche seen? and Grandma's Boy? Was she the Golden Girl? Oh shit! One of them was in Grandma's Boy. I don't think it was. It might have been. She, she was might a golden been. girl, though, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I don't think so. Though you're talking about the what one that was the, the whore in Grandma's yeah, Grandma's Boy. He, that he was got an STD from the silent. Nah, film I era. don't think I don't <laughs> think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> she gave uh, she gave uh, Charlie Chaplin a hand job. <laughs> was he silent the whole time? No, <laughs> or something like that. It was fucking hilarious. Oh man. Oh man, uh, brutal blaze, man! Uh, check us out, man. We're gonna we have a podcast that comes out every Friday on uh, punninggame.com. Um, here, let me type it out for you. I don't think we have it on our. Uh, I don't think we have a, a command for it, but uh, punninggame.com. Yeah, let's, uh, uh, check us out every Friday. We have a podcast that comes out, and uh, you can listen to it. Um, 
And it's shit like this all the time. Yeah, our buddy Wade made the site. Yep. Uh, he was our buddy till he got all corporate on us. Corporate? Trying moved to tell to, us what to do. Moved stuff. to fucking Utah. Like, who moves to Utah? Brutal Blaze is probably like, I'm from Utah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm from Salt Lake City. <laughs> you bastards. You bastards. You rock bastards. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, but no, dude, I would fight. Like, um, she was a dime piece, man. She was hot. Like, I mean, like, uh, let me see if I can pull up a picture of her on, uh, like not a lewd picture, but like a, just like a picture of her, like back in the day. Nah, dude, let's get nasty. Nah, I, well, we're on, <laughs> we're on, the, we're on the, we're on the Twitches, man. We can't be. Pull up them DMs you've been getting from. <laughs> What's up? Oh, you're on a you're on a different um, you're on a different um, looking for Minecraft girlfriend. <laughs> hey, aren't we all though, man? So I don't know if you if you heard us, man, but we have uh, this is where you find our um our regular podcast that comes out every Friday, um punninggame.com and you'll just see us things about stuff um you know cool ass you know podcast motherfuckers what we are doing our thing dude here we go says sexually explicit message blocked well you throwing us that good good dude I don't think it was I think he typed that in uh tricked me man shit you should hear me try and plug our socials. What? Pine Game. It should pull up Pine Game. Nah, no, it should be on there. Yeah, that, that link works. I just clicked on it. Uh, do, 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 uh, what is it? Oh, Blanche. Golden Girls. Um,. See what her name is first, and then we'll what her real name is. Blanche Devereaux, played by Rue McClanahan. There we go. Yeah, thanks for the sub, dog. Yo, thanks, man. Thanks for. Yeah, we're gonna get more stuff up there eventually. Here, let's uh, here, let's go. I think I can click on what's the desktop chat. There we go move us over a little bit here here's a here's a here's her when she's younger man look at that dying yeah blanchy blanche damn dude. blanche she why would the kennedys pass that up ah I, I don't know if that was the kennedys that passed her up man but like she was good looking you know and then of course you know we got to know her when she was older so that's you know that's the that's the bad thing that's you know bad thing about you know Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, and she's definitely not the one from Grandma's Boy, but one of them was the taller one, who kind of bitchy. <laughs> she says like fine wine, man. She got better with time. <laughs> fine wine. But uh, yeah, she's this is what she, this is more like what she looked like in the Golden Girls. But like in the Golden Girls, she was like a she was like a pretty promiscuous woman in that show. I think your face is covering her face. Oh <laughs> shit! My bad. There we go. 
Now it's Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> That's a great still frame. <laughs> he loses one more game. Share that shit. <laughs> Oh, but that's how, I mean, he is a gold, he's got the golden arm, man. Hey, he's a golden girl. <laughs> grab me a, grab me a, an orange soda out of the fridge, please. Thank you. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's what uh, she looked like back in the day, man. Uh, do podcasts. Uh, we're cousins, man. So, uh. We've always had this kind of, uh, we always like, when we get together, we always have a, a blast, um, when we get together and talk and like, usually we got a roll and, you know, we can, you know, make each other laugh and stuff. And just, I feel like it was at the point, um, we had a, we had a really kind of shitty year in, um, in 2016, and uh so we just kind of um got together in January of 2017 and uh did this podcast and kind of like made fun of all the shit the bad shit that happened to us in 2016. So we kind of just, you know, got together and made fun of 2016 and kept going with it. We've had a few spots here and there where we stopped doing the podcast um from about um I think we we took a year off when I moved away and then I moved back. So he asked us what he asked us what, uh, what made us decide to do podcasts. So I kind of told him a little bit. What do you think? What do you think made us kind of start doing podcasts? Oh shit, dude. It just seemed fun. Yeah. To me, uh, I'd got about a year into doing stand up. Uh, I think I was, right around a year of doing it before you hit me up mm-hmm. uh yeah it was brian's idea and uh yeah it just sounded fun man and then uh i actually started listening to podcasts i told him we kind of had a shitty 2016 and we kind of got together in twenty in the beginning of 2017 and kind of just made fun of the shitty year that we had in 2016 well yeah that was we kind of how, uh, how it started yeah, we definitely uh, we bonded over it and whatnot. Uh, that was uh, that was a year I lost my pops, and uh, yeah, we just started bonding, man. Uh, kicking said, it, hanging out a lot more, and uh, yeah, and then the podcast was like a good excuse to get together and you know chill. Yeah, and uh, I told him we all, like anytime we got together, we always had a. Always, we could always, you know, make each other laugh and shit. It was always a good time. I figured, and yeah, we just yeah. kind of figured, hey, why not do this? You know, where other people can fucking laugh at the shit we're laughing at. Like when we're talking yeah. about fucking Rue McClanahan being a dime piece back Dimey, in the day. Dimey. But not yeah. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't a. It wouldn't have been a year into it because we did the. The death tournament. Yeah, we did the death tournament right for away. Twenty sixteen. We had a we had a death. We we did we do uh, we've had two death tournaments, where we take everybody that's still alive, and we figure out who should die. <laughs> yeah, we did we did that for sixteen and seventeen. Did we do? I thought we did. Uh, we yeah, two thousand seventeen is the the last time we did one because two thousand eighteen I wasn't here. 
or no, maybe it was, we didn't do one in 2017. We did one in 2018. And then I left at the tail end of 2018 and came back at, um, 2019. It's like a little over a year. I think we did one in 2018. Yeah. Cause that was how I, how I got into stand up. That's how I'm trying to think of the years was after my dad died. That's when I was finally like, you know what? You can't just want to do things anymore. Like I had always wanted to do stand up and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, it would just put things in perspective for me, you know, mm-hmm. cause he was a, he was still a young man when he passed away and, you know, it just yeah. put things, puts things in perspective for you when you, when you lose people close to you. And uh, his dad was a, one of my, like, he was a pretty big person in my life too. Cause he was always out and out at my, my parents' house and stuff from when I was younger. And even, you know, even when I was a little bit older and, uh, you know, we had a lot of good times <laughs> around each other, me and him. And like, I've told the story a million times about the time I got drunk with him. And then we, uh, had some girls pull up next to us when we were leaving the bar and, she, <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, they said, uh, your friend, my friend here will give you a kiss if, uh, she can have your rich gang Jersey. And I said, which one, the fat one. And then they drove away. So, <laughs> you know, I'd not always, the, I was young. Uh, he was so wise behind you, the, beyond your years. The man. mics, I think they're the, they're the MTX 2020s. I think I want to say they're around a nine ninety five somewhere around there you uh you fucking with the podcast game bro he might man he said they sound great man so that's partly you man because you did all the fucking knobs and shit over there yeah sound engineer over sound here, engineer that's like an extra 20 percent on my check <laughs> uh, which is hilarious yeah to mention payment <laughs> yeah we don't get paid not yet <laughs> Someday, that's what that's the that's um, you know not not that we like we're looking to get like you know it'd be nice though. We enjoy the hell out of doing this podcast, so. Ah, and that's like, I don't know. I think it's like, uh, with my brother being, not even a year younger than me, just growing up so competitive. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be the best at everything I try to do. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, when Yoda said, do or do not, there is no try. Yeah. It's like, I'm also a nerd too. So <laughs> you take that into account. It's like, I want to do the best I poss- that I possibly can to try and be competitive in everything I do. Mm-hmm. Like a game of darts can go to blows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know that, you know, fucking, um, just the, just the way, um, yeah, you're, you're, I mean, don't say you're not intelligent too, man. You're probably like, it's probably one of those things like I did back, back when in the day, man, like just something, nothing, like nothing really challenged me and shit. Or like, I just was like, this is fucking boring. I don't want to fucking learn about this or, you know. It was just something like, oh, hey, I'm not really interested in this right now. Let's, I'm not going to fucking pay attention. So, 
No, yeah, if we're talking about school, that was me yeah. for sure. I mean, and I know uh, you're intelligent, man, because I mean, we've had conversations about shit, and you're just like, I'm, I, you're not like an idiot about anything. I also will never pretend to be anything that I'm not, which a lot of times comes off as uh, not as intelligent to people who don't understand that I'm just being silly and having fun because that's all that really matters to me is having fun and, you know, putting out a, some sort of positive vibe. I would never tell our listeners to do psychedelics, <laughs> but Auto host list. you understand the flow of energy and how, thank uh, you, man. Go ahead. We got some props over here. Uh, anyways, it, just, uh, the flow of energy and how, uh, you know, positive energy can, uh, take on a life of its own really. And, yeah. uh, affect people on and on and on down the line that's like uh like with my dad your grandpa you see that a lot with them because people have so many you know uh so many good memories mm -hmm. that it's almost like those memories have taken on a life of their own yeah um one thing about like your your dad my grandpa was is like they had so many people that liked them you know like they were yeah yeah very much respect especially your grandpa and, man oh yeah a lot of people went out of their way to see him and oh, kick yeah. it with him oh yeah and there's a lot of people that you know come like that knew your dad and like was just from like anything and everything you know just like like there's like your dad had like a huge turnout for you know his visitation and everything man that was like they were there it seemed like they're like just people kept pouring in and pouring in and like you know you just you're like damn so many people knew him you know he is so funny he was like he just people like to be around him and just like my grandpa people love to be around him and they go out and they drink you know a few beers out his you know at his farm with him and like there's no there's like hardly ever a day at my grandpa's where there wasn't somebody there so yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to show um, good old uh, looking here. This is uh, this is the mic that I got. So it is, it it says $119, but I don't think I paid $119 for this. Um, I've got three of these, and I'm pretty sure I didn't pay $119 for them. They're the AT2020s. On that price on? on Amazon, I'm pretty sure it was cheaper yeah. back in the when I bought them. They might have went back up, but yeah, I went through and I went and bought this. I bought um, I have a what's it called? Um, I can't even remember what the can't even remember what the hell the are um. We have a Pro FX. Yeah, it's a Pro FX. I know that, but V two. I should be on here. Um, this is a lot of the stuff I got for the thing. Uh, it's a Mackie Pro FX8 uh, eight channel mixer. Super easy to use. Yep, got um, three mic booms. Um, 
I did buy a PC to set up for this, but um, we ended up just doing it, and we just ended up doing everything in on my my gaming computer. So, Blue Snowball, Blue Yeti Snowball. Yeah, it's those are nice. I actually have a I have a Blue Yeti. Yeah, we Yeti. got the Yeti right here. Is kind of a. This is what we started out on. The Blue Yeti microphone. It has kind of a mascot of the podcast. Now. It it is. I still use this thing, man. It's a great. It's a great. Um, it's a great tool. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, I got, I got, I the Blue Yeti is what we started out on, and um, that's probably. I mean, I don't know how many um podcasts we did on this thing, in. And his like two years worth, man. yeah. And we were doing the podcast in his uh, his house trailer. I, I, if I said trailer, you said, Oh, well, trailer shaming me, trailer shaming me. <laughs> no, we used to do, yeah, we used to. I had a laptop, this all started on, and it was on, um, we started out on a laptop, uh, uh and this blue yay microphone and just recording it and you know that's where it all started out at with this blue yay microphone and you know plenty of nights where we got drunk and did a podcast and uh you know had some friends join the podcast you know and they'd be yelling from the bathroom (laughs) so (laughs) yeah I mean, we had it. We've this has been a blast to do this. I mean, we we really enjoy this. All right, man. See ya. But All yeah, right. if you're thinking about getting into it, man, uh, look into what it takes to do it yourself and whatnot. Because, uh, like you just said, the Blue Yeti laptop podcast. Yeah. And like we just we started out on like I said the 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 laptop and the blue yeti and then this year um, I put some money into getting some good sound equipment and I think it makes a world of difference on our quality now. So now when people go visit our podcast and they listen to our newer stuff, they're like, oh man, that sounds good. That sounds crisp. That sounds clear. They've got you know. They've got sound buttons. You're a first-class cunt. You know, got the sound effects. Got it all, man. One of these. One of these. Got it all, dude. Your behavior tonight was exemplary. As a result, I'm going to lift the ban on farting. Hank. Hank. So, yeah. Uh... Most luck to you, man. Hope to find your podcast out there. Yeah, we'll definitely check out. We'll have to add you on our uh, on our um, our Twitch channel and stuff, so we can see when you go live if you do anything. So that uh, that'll uh, we'll get you on there. We'll maybe catch one of your streams sometime. Dig, dude. But uh, let's uh, let's get on to some of the topics we we're going to talk about tonight. Um, <laughs> one of the things I have written down here is um, I just learned about this. This has probably been going on for a little over a year, though. They've been talking about how cringy Garth Brooks is on social media. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the best. <laughs> it is. It is amazing. 
like it is just so funny because he's he uh the the especially the one he does for his facebook um premiere his like his first ever facebook um thing he's like he's just sit he's laying down in a hotel room and it, it comes on he's just his facial expressions are just like so creepy and the way he talks and says stuff it sounds like he's seducing you he's like he's like you know a good friend of mine said or he goes well it's official we're on facebook and he's like i'm skeptical about it at first but a good friend of mine he takes that pause he's like a good friend of mine said she said think of it like a conversation i like that <laughs> so now now Raw whatever stuff slick stuff <laughs> no, he goes, that's that's good too he goes but like i'll say that all the time now i'll be like i like that <laughs> i really like that <laughs> just all the time but uh there's so many other videos too but the, like he is saying he's like i want to post cool stuff neat stuff slick stuff but most of the time it's gonna be raw stuff like this. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh god, oh. <laughs> I know I'm slick. <laughs> that is saying all that. Oh man, that's what the women say. <laughs> Dude, but could you imagine, like, because it's Garth Brooks and who he is, and yeah, like, uh. It's like he's selling out these huge, huge shows, right? Do you know he's above the top selling? He's like the top selling concert, like yeah, right yeah. now. He's that. He's that famous, man. Yeah, I mean, and that... I've seen, I've seen Garth Brooks in concert, okay. And like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say I didn't enjoy going to the concert because I liked it. I did. I had a good time. Do I want to pay? I think 150 dollars per ticket again. No, I mean I was good with the going the one time, but it was yeah. it was a little expensive. What were you covering up a cheating episode, or what? <laughs> why were you buying Garth Brooks tickets? Well, she wanted to it go. It seems like you needed in good and quickly. <laughs> well, no, um, actually, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you are, but uh, the thing was. Uh, uh, my wife's mom and her new stepdad. I think. I think he was. I think they were married at the time. Um, her mom and her new husband. Um, he, he's a really cool guy. I like him. Um, and then her sister and her husband were all going. And then one of my best friends was going as well. So um, and there's oh there's someone else. I think the I think that the guy that was living with um. Um, my wife's sister and her husband, I think he went too, cause I, cause we had a full van. I remember cause I remember I wanted to recline my seat back and, um, apparently I was running into somebody's legs, Uh oh. but uh, pardon me for wanting to go to fucking sleep on the way home in, yeah, right. in my wife's van. <laughs> God damn, dude. Anyways, and that's besides the point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, it was a it was a good time. We had a, we all went. We all had a good time. Um, the funny thing I remember about the Garth Brooks concert, and you'll probably find this funny too, right? 
So he's got this guitar, right? He's got a guitar, and he's uh, he's like, oh, they usually don't let me play this, you know, while I'm out here, you know, on stage and stuff. And uh, I look at the like I can see the guitar from where we're at, and I go, that thing's not plugged in. I can see it's not plugged in right now. (laughs) So, so this asshole acted like he was playing the guitar the whole damn time. Yes. <laughs> pretend guitar. Pretend. Who's ever even thought of that? <laughs> Little Wayne, <laughs> to name one that I can think of. Dude, have you seen him plugged in though? That went really bad. I know. Um, I guess he did play like <laughs> that is great fake guitar playing. That is hilarious. But uh, yeah, this this asshole ran around stage with, I the, with got the... friends and I'm playing a guitar. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm playing the guitar. <laughs> but no, Jesus, dude. That was the that was about the only thing that I can really shit on him about from that <laughs> concert was I don't I am pretty I'm like ninety percent sure it wasn't plugged in. <laughs> and uh it makes sense dude yeah um but it was a it was a fun time it was a good concert i i grew up um my mom and dad loved garth so of course you know i you know i was i enjoyed garth growing up N- knew yeah. the songs and knew the shit. songs you know and stuff like that um but like someone turned me on to this these videos of him just anytime he's in front of a camera he is like the cringiest motherfucker you've ever seen. Like, and what's so crazy about it is he definitely does it on purpose. No, knows, I don't think he's doing it on purpose. It, no, I mean the videos. Like, he's present. It's not like he doesn't know that the camera's on. Yeah, he tries to act like that. And what he's saying, he definitely, to me, it seems like he thought of it and maybe even rehearsed it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like. His pauses and it like the let's get physical playing some music. <laughs> yeah, I uh, like that. And then uh, like he definitely <laughs> planned that out, and it went over so awkwardly. What about the um, hashtag happy, <laughs> hashtag Garth, hashtag Mister Year Yearwood? And then he pauses yeah. and he's like hashtag You're it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's fucking great. It's just crazy, he is man. so his his ego is so fucking amazing. Like you know what's crazy is um and they've talked about this before but like you remember his did you ever hear about his alter ego? He has like an yeah. alter ego. Chris <laughs> yeah. Gaines, right? Yeah, my mom's got the album. What? Yeah. Oh, I want to hear that album because I don't think you can find no, I, it. I dug it up and kept it. I've got it somewhere. Oh, dude, you got to find dude, it. And you talk about cringy. The pictures that are in that, like you open it, it's him like kind of duck facing. They said he the had cover. to suck in his cheeks because he's so, his his cheeks are so like because yeah, he's, he he's a bigger guy. He's not like he's not like a small skinny guy. So he had to suck his cheeks in. To yeah. like make him look skinnier, but yeah, that's on the cover. He's kind of duck facing, but he's got his head tilted down with his hair in his face, dude. Inside the cover, when you open it up, it's two breasts, no nipple, but breasts 
with his face in between them, making the same ducky face. Like, <laughs> same face, but between two breasts. Did seats. you know they made a behind the music, VH1 behind the music about Chris Gaines? About Chris, Jesus, dude. Yeah. That I need to see. That would be, it'd be so much fun. Do you know that he was just fucking around doing this, right? And that album went double platinum. Yeah. That's, yeah oh, it's that's nuts crazy. about that. Yeah. It was it was a greatest hits album too. It's so crazy, man. It's nuts. He went it was double platinum just fucking around. Oh, yeah, because he wanted to be a whatever alternative punk rocker. <laughs> The songs are bad. I've never heard any of them. But the pictures that are in the liner notes are hilarious. Golden. They're just as cringeworthy as his fucking social media. (laughs) Just as. I would say just as. Because he's trying to hold that sunken cheeks with the the lips. And the, like, a soul patch. Yeah, and the soul patch. Because you can tell when someone's sucking their cheeks in. And then he went with Ducky Face, the old Twitter thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like a, <laughs> like a fifteen-year-old girl in two thousand nine. You can't tell it because my beard covers up my <laughs> my cheeks, but <laughs> can't do it. But no, they had a they had a um, they had a um. They had a behind the scenes. They were actually going to make a movie about it, I guess, is why he did all this. And they never actually made the movie. No shit. No shit. Um, I was also watching somewhere. Um, he got offered a couple big time movies. Um, can't remember what movies he was offered, but he was at one point offered offered to do a couple bigger or like he wouldn't be the major role in it. I think. I think Saving Private Ryan was one of the movies that he got offered. <clears throat> and he what turned it down because he, he wasn't done in that movie. Because he, I think he was gonna be like the surgeon or something. Um, come in and be like, "Hey, we can't fix your arm, but I like that." <laughs> uh, I can't save your arm, but uh, I got some of this whiskey. I really like it. <laughs> I think you might like it too. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. But uh, he's just, uh, he's he's like this, like, I think he thinks these things are going to be really cool when he does them on social media. And they're just so fucking, like, cringy. Well, I think that he thinks they're going to be relatable. Like, like, oh, yeah, ordinary people like shit like this, right? Yeah. A lot of times he's wearing the same Nike t-shirt. Yeah. They're like, well, that's a t-shirt, right? Normal people wear t-shirts. I'll just put a t-shirt on and I'll talk like a normal person. I can't remember what movie or what, um, what, um, I think it was the, the interview on, um, your mom's house with, um, with uh, or maybe it was H three or something. I can't remember what it was. This is where they talked about he actually got these 
he got these movie roles um, offered to him and they said it would have made sense had he been in these roles and then made this movie about Chris Gaines because then it might have been, you know, decent. But like, you know how hard it is to find anything Chris Gaines on the Internet now? It's like gone. He made it disappear. And I still remember when I found that CD. Did he call you shortly after you found it? Yeah, we had a good time. (laughs) (laughs) And I like that. (laughs) I really like that. When I I just, uh, it was. Did you let the conversation begin? I remember I asked my mom, like, do you know who Chris Gaines is? Because I would just Google different people and stuff. Like, do you know who Chris Gaines is? And she's like, yeah. I think I have that album. Really? Because (laughs) I have it and I'm keeping it. But to go along with your story, do you know that that's Garth Brooks pretending to be another person? She's like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. To her, it's like, oh, yeah. It's Garth Brooks. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, shit. But if you think of, like, how famous he is and how many people, like my mom, are just like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's Garth Brooks. We love him. Whatever. (laughs) It's, like, the only other, like, more famous person I can think of. And think of this. What if... Michael Jackson had a social media presence. Oh God! Could you imagine how crazy that shit would have been? That would have been the only person I can think. That would have been. I think that would have been cringier. It would have had to be. He's like, your age is just a number, and all this bullshit. Like, who knows what he would have said on Facebook? I want to just thank all my fans out here for you know coming to my page. I like that. I like I like that. <laughs> I really like that. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for coming out to my to my Twitter and you know, tweeting the twiddles. <laughs> Let's get physical with young boys. Oh. But with music. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Hashtag happy. Hashtag MJ. <laughs> Hashtag you're it. Let's play at Neverland Ranch. <laughs> Let's play. Let's play. Me and Blanket want to play. It, that shit would have been crazy. Oh, it would have been creepy. You really dude. thinking about it? That's like the only person I can think of who is like more famous in the music industry. Oh, yeah. I mean, just think of what Michael Jackson's social media would have looked like. It would have been craziness. It would have been creepy. The dude had a... a amusement park in his yard oh yeah (laughs) i've seen some of the like i watched some of the shit like they have on like um the vehicles he had were pretty fucking out there too like he didn't have a bunch of cars but he had like a bunch of oddball cars probably (laughs) (laughs) macaulay calkin's car from when he was 16 (laughs) a mold of his dick Mm. (laughs) i didn't say that did i not out loud, anyway. I think you thought it. I don't think I heard it. Good. 
<laughs> that would have been a kick-ass limo ride, though. <laughs> Richie Rich. <laughs> oh. Was Macaulay Culkin Richie Rich? Yeah. I can't remember. He was the live-action Richie Rich. Damn, the real deal, huh? Yeah. I think that was a cartoon before he did the live-action. You know who I wish had more of a social media presence? Janelle Monet. Mike Tyson. Oh, shit. Yeah, what's he I th- up to? I think that would be a kick-ass fucking, like, social media influencer. Just like... I want to thank y'all motherfuckers for being on my Twitter. You know, I like that. <laughs> I really like that. Hashtag Mr. Tyson. Hashtag knock your fucking ass out. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, Mike, we should really steer more towards videos. Because <laughs> what you're typing <laughs> doesn't make is sense. riddled with spelling errors. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Zach Galifianakis is my boy. <laughs> but you know that's why you don't see Mayweather. <laughs> Typing shit out. Fucker can't even read. <laughs> what was it fucking? Uh, there was a meme. Uh, fucking someone put like. It said like the titles like Floyd. Like where they were texting to. To them. And uh. Like, I think they said, like, what's up? And then he just responds with, like, numbers and letters. And, and then they put question mark, question mark. And then he does the same thing. He's like, oh, shit. I forgot. I'll give you a call here in a second. <laughs> nice. But, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I don't know much about truly how fucking stupid Mayweather may be. But, you know. He can't be that stupid when he's making that money. Doesn't matter how well you can read. If you oh, can... no, dude. If you're a good boxer, reading's a sucker's game. Yeah. I can read your body language and know when you're about to throw a punch. That's all the more reading I need to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, read this book? Nah. Read this contract? Nah, my lawyer will do that. <laughs> Hell, he could have he hired Christopher Walken to go, no. No. <laughs> you gotta... That's my Christopher Walken impression, by the way. <laughs> no. You're trying to fuck with my boy, Floyd. <laughs> Stab you in the face with soldering iron. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about my boy all wrong. <laughs> You're talking about my boy all wrong. This contract, it's shit. Uh. Walken would have had Showtime on their knees <laughs> if he had shelled out the cash. Dude, Walken, Walken's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, oh dude, exactly. he would be great on fucking social media too. More of a social media presence. Dude, I could I could dig some fucking Christopher Walken social media videos. That's a, I might try and seek him out. I I'm would. sure there's 10,000 fake walkins out there, but to find his actual, like what he's doing on social media, would be a dream come true. Huh, dude, I think he'd be. I think Especially for the podcast, goddamn. Oh, dang. He, he, if he, I, I want him to do our intro, like maybe a short little intro after uh, Junkhead. We got to support our boy Junkhead. Junkhead's our boy. Um, oh, through and through. Uh, but like a little short after, and then it'd be like, it'd be like walking, be like, 
the guys are ready for you. Are you ready for them? Okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Judge die. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Eastlick. Hot damn. (laughs) (laughs) Things about stuff. He's on Cameo, right? You can pay to have him say all this shit. Oh, God. I don't know if he is. We'll pay 5000 for that. We'll start a GoFundMe for that. (laughs) What I'd do is I would send him... (laughs) Hold on. Let me compose myself. (laughs) I would love to hear Christopher Walken retell one of Perry Thompson one of Perry Thompson's jokes <laughs> dookie scraps <laughs> dookie scraps if you haven't heard of Perry though find that dookie scrap t-shirt and get yourself one because they're super dope but it would be hilarious to hear Christopher walk and repeat one of his jokes I think Perry T does enough, does good enough repeating his own jokes. <laughs> he did, I dude, I love Perry. Somehow that that registered with me that Christopher Walken telling his Dookie scraps joke <laughs> would be fucking hilarious. Yes, yeah, I, I fucking I, he was pretty funny on the uh, Perry was pretty funny on that fucking uh, that uh, what was it transparent comedy tour. Of videos he was pretty fucking hilarious on that yeah I, yeah if you haven't uh check out the transparent comedy tour dot com dot com uh yeah those are uh they're good buddies of mine that i've met through doing stand-up sam i've known forever of course uh perry and then, t yeah perry t and then of course corporate wade is on there matt pret- lamb pretending to not be corporate Matt Lamb. Uh, yeah, Matt Lamb is on there. Uh, Jeremy Scavo. Matt Banwart. <laughs> you but fucked yeah, it dude, up for him, Matt. <laughs> yeah, uh, check them guys out. These are uh, Des Moines-based comics who are killing it right now. Uh, of course, except for Wade, who had to break our hearts and yeah. move away. He'll be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once he divorces all five of his wives, he'll be <laughs> the back. alimony on that alone is gonna put him in debt. He's gonna be living with you in the trailer. I mean, I'm down, but <laughs> he's not gonna contribute to rent because he's got to pay alimony to five wives <laughs> and probably like seven children. A couple of them are going to be twins, <laughs> yeah. man. A couple of them got to be twins. Oh, yeah. You'll have a couple twins in the bunch. <laughs> the thing about twins is you <laughs> you throw them down a well. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, obviously, you can do that with any set of kids. What's up, but... Joseph? Yeah, you can't do that with any kids. I think that's illegal. Throw kids down a well? Yeah. Sure, dude. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Any of them. I don't know, man. Rewatch Bridges of Madison County. That's that takes place in Iowa, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It has Clint Eastwood (laughs) in it. 
and steers away from my fucking comment. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> that you should, you might as well have said, "Watch Backdoor Slut Six. <laughs> I'm like, what? That don't make sense. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying to divert your attention. <laughs> I'm not a bad person. I just. Yeah, I have all these thoughts. Is that from a movie? Like, like is that from like a horror movie or something? Like, I have right. a feeling like The Well or something. Isn't that like The Ring or something? I'm willing to blame it on anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've said it, it seems unpopular. Oh, you know, uh, down to the left. It's oh, hot. yeah, back into the left. <laughs> back, back into the left. Oh shit! Well, we got a was up from uh... Joseph DeBrosif. That's my that's my boy. I watch. Um, he's. Uh, I watch. I'm in a fantasy football league with him. I watch his oh, yeah. uh, Twitch channel too. Pretty pretty cool ass dude, man. Brian says you're cool, so you're cool by me, man. He's a Chargers fan though. What? How does that happen? Tried to send me. Uh... Are you from there, man? getting smacked and fancy <laughs> like crazy bolt up he says bolt up like Dude. i think bolt up sounds like maybe like a strap on kind of deal I'm, we don't fuck with that joseph unless uh your strap on company is willing to send us money in which case <laughs> you can find us on facebook <laughs> <laughs> facebook.com slash things about stuff podcast oh at twitter at podcast underscore tas where the tas stands for things about stuff Tell and me. a couple other places. <laughs> you know, we're on fucking all the social medias, right? We out there. What do you got for us, dog? He says originally from San Diego. Okay, that makes sense. Unfortunately. But uh yeah, that's uh <laughs> That's like, dude, I'm a Miami Dolphin fan and I stand by my decision. If you go back and watch Dan Marino in Ace Ventura Pet Detective it'll make you a fan his performance was phenomenal is that why you're a fan? probably I thought you were a fan because you and Jody bonded when you used to go to their house all the time when you were younger where'd Jake get the Vikings though? just being a dickhead just being a dickhead (laughs) I mean uh, I, I don't know now I'm uh, because I've been a, I've been a dolphin fan as long as I can remember. And when I really look back and think about it, I feel like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, probably steered me toward the Dolphins. Dude, that's why. Just I'm, because that was the team. That's why my son likes the Boston Bruins is because uh he uh I think Big Nate the the book series I think Big Nate's a Boston Bruins fan. Yeah. So he likes that. I like the Las Vegas Golden Knights because, because you're my, three years old. No, my son started watching hockey, so I was like, "Oh, cool! I'll pick a team so we can kind of have some fun, you know, following hockey a little bit." Yeah, and, which is dope, by the way. And uh, he he, um, I was like, "I'm a." He's like, "There's a new expansion team in Vegas." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool! Vegas Raiders, Vegas Knights. I'll have you know two teams in one city. I'll have you know because otherwise I have." 
all my other teams are fucking spread out throughout the United States. So I was like, oh, cool, Vegas Knights. They fucking go to the Stanley Cup their first yeah. year. <laughs> like, damn. This year, in the power rankings, Boston Bruins are number one and the Golden Knights are number two. And the goal and the and the Bruins just beat the Knights the other night. I told Kank that, and he was like, "He's like, oh, cool." <laughs> I was like, "Are you even following hockey anymore?" He's like, "Yeah, I just didn't check the scores yet." <laughs> well, dude, he tells me uh, uh, the last two times uh, when Chicago and Boston faced off, he texted me and told me Chicago beat the Bruins tonight. <laughs> yeah, like keeping me up to date. He fought like he has a he has a um, he has a Blackhawks jersey. I got when we went to Chicago. I got him yeah. the second time. I got him that Blackhawks jersey. I can't remember was it Kane or I can't remember who it was. He but he wanted that jersey. I got him that jersey. So, and I mean, Kane's gonna be a Hall of Famer eventually. I don't know if it was Kane though. I don't, I want to say it wasn't Kane, but. I know Kane's a big time name. A bit, uh, when they won the Stanley Cup, he was one of the leading goal goal scorers in the league. Damn. Uh, but dude, I can remember when I first started watching hockey, like I really got into it, and I loved the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. Mainly because we would, I would watch on Channel Thirteen. On Sundays, mm-hmm. they would play hockey games, but it was always Detroit versus somebody. Yeah. And at the time, Colorado was the only ones who could beat them. <laughs> they, and they would they roll over the Blackhawks. Doesn't uh, Jake Jake watches the or the the Avalanche now though? Don't uh, now because he lives there. Doesn't he usually go watch games? Yeah, when we lived in Iowa City, we'd got to be pretty big Blackhawk fans there. Does he? But he goes to. But he goes to Avalanche. Does he go to Avalanche? Their games. Does he own Avalanche attire? Probably. I know. I bought a hat. You gotta be if you're if you're there. I guess you gotta support the locals. Yeah, dude, and uh, rooting for the Vikings and shit. I know he had got pretty used to wearing purple and shit but if i ever see him in rocky stuff i'll fight him <laughs> i'll fight yeah. him dude. doesn't he goes to rocky games too doesn't he yeah but like well, dude sometimes when we, uh we went to a rockies game and it cost us 20 bucks a pop it's about how much it cost to us to go to the outfield. cubs games well not the outfield but we were in the nosebleeds but it was pretty fucking good seats i guess oh yeah we could see everything. I'll, if oh, I yeah. if I were ever to go back again, though, I'd want to sit down in that lower section. I had that too high. I think it was too high for me. That last one. We were like at the it's top. Still a g- I mean, you can't go wrong with Wrigley, man. Yeah, Wrigley is fucking awesome. But like especially the, for that those first experiences being able to walk through the stadium and you know go through the complex get up to our seats mm-hmm. I mean that's one of the it's one of the oldest stadiums in all of sports yeah I think uh, I think our next few years are gonna be 
I think I bet we have another. I think we. I bet we make a wild card next year, and then I think we'll probably make a a World Series within the next two years. I think with whatever we, because we've got the talent. I think we've got the talent. We're just, I don't know, just a down year, and you know some of the decisions I guess that could have been made. You know, but I think well, I think we had injuries late in the season too. Yeah. Like key injuries, though. Javi was out toward the end of the year too, which sucked. And our bullpen wasn't the greatest. We didn't have nothing like as far as relievers and fucking closers. Like Kimbrel toward the end of the year was not doing it. Yeah, but then didn't he go on the DL too? I think maybe at the end. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was hurt. Um, but yeah. That's the thing with the. Uh, what's always the, what makes me the most nervous about the Cubbies, is the off season. Yeah. If we can keep these guys together. Yeah, we need to keep. We have them one together. of the we have one of the most dangerous batting orders in all of baseball. We need to keep them together for a while, but it, just in my opinion, I don't think Bryant's going to be a Cub for very long. Because he's not going to give us a hometown discount. No, I can see that. I mean, and I mean, a, and I'm not. I'm not that's saying the case with everyone after winning the World Series. It really had me on the fence. Like, shit, we can we can end up losing guys. Yeah, because other teams are going to offer them money and they'll. As l- jump and shit. you know, I I mean, I like Bryant, and I'm never gonna you know I'm never gonna diss him you know for you know because he's a Cub. Um, but I would rather lose him than lose Baez. That's just my opinion. I would I would rather lose Bryant than Baez. That's just my opinion. Well, yeah, that's uh, just like any other baseball player. You know, he's fifty fifty at the plate, but you cannot replace Javi on the field, dude. No, he's he's El Mago, man. Yeah, absolutely. The magician. He is nothing shy of that. I mean, he is he is a brilliant defensive baseball player. Oh yeah. And uh we we have this on our agenda to talk about, but like talking about the Cubbies, I mean we got as far as managers to replace, we've we had uh Girardi was in there and I guess he had an eight hour interview with the Cubs. Eight hours. They yeah, tried to get the, they tried to get this dude like twice, so part of me thinks that you know, um, it's Girardi's, but then part of me said everybody else says it's Ross's if he wants it, and I'm like, if if we had Ross in there, that'd be that'd be that's who I want. That's who I'm I'm pulling for is Ross. Yeah, I'm right there with you, dude. That would it would make the season so much more exciting. Oh yeah, I think the guys would be. I think the guys would get up for that. I think they would be. He's so well respected in that locker room. I think that he would would bring life to the team. Like not that there wasn't life before, but I think he they would they would be absolutely thrilled with that. Well, and I think, like you said, life to the team. That's exactly what they need now. After they were first place in the NL Central all year long, this 
almost this entire year, aside from the first month, when we yeah. were shit in the bed. And then we held down first place, and then we had, you know, excuse after excuse after excuse, and couldn't make it happen. And, you know, folded up at the end. Mm-hmm. To come back, to put someone like that, he's the... Uh, from what I understand, he's the youngest in our pool of prospects. Yep. Um, next to, um, I think DeRosa was like 44-2, and then the bench coach for the Astros, too. But I think they couldn't interview him probably until after you know, they make the World Series or something. I got you. But I think, I think it's going to be Ross before anything else. Yeah, uh, but because he was uh, on the championship cubbies. Yeah. And he was on that team. He was like a he was a key fixture. Almost yeah. like I wouldn't say a mascot because he played. Yeah. And it did really well. But uh he was right there with these guys. I feel like it well would respected. be it would be a a spark. Yeah. A spark, it would be a new life to the team. And you, I think you even said it that like playing catcher is like um, being like a manager on the field, right? Yeah. Because you have yeah. to know everything out there. You have to know your guys out there. I think I think it'd be great for him. Um, he hit a home run in the World Series. Yeah. You know. He was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah. I still remember when he hit that home run. I played. Uh. uh like when you I call, love it when you call me Big Papa. And everyone goes, whoa, who's playing the jukebox? I go, oh, because Joe Buck's commentary is so electrifying <laughs> that we have to hear him. We Then I played, because uh, uh, when Raldus Chapman came in, I played uh, Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because, uh, yeah, domestic abuse, he was... Dude, watching it was so much fun and bringing him back to the team i think would make it so much fun for the dugout oh yeah i think he'd have fun too with the guys like uh, madden did madden had a good time with him i just think that um, he was a great uh he was a great coach i wasn't i personally wasn't ready to say goodbye to him no neither i hate to see him go but yeah that was a great a great atmosphere yeah for our young talent man. oh yeah they had they had theme days and road trips they had themes i think i think you know i think ross will probably bring his own flavor to it but i think you know i think i think it will be if it if it's ross and, and, and you know i'm not gonna be upset if it's Girardi either right uh was he involved with the Yankees? For yeah, a long he was a time? Yankee for yeah. a long time. Um, and he won a World Series his second year in into the league. You know, as a as a manager, he won a World Series second year in, then kind of went downhill from there. I think they made the playoffs. They had a pretty good run, and then you know. No, I mean the Yankees are always right there. Uh, since I've been watching baseball, they've always been, you know, and a playoff team. They were saying, um, 
they were saying that we could do a, a like a small rebuild like the Yankees did, you know, when they dealt us in 2016, they dealt us um they dealt us Araldus Chapman and we sent them like Glaber Torres and a couple other guys. They sent a guy that was one of the top, you know, closers in the league to us and we gave him a couple good prospects, you know. We could have had Glaber Torres on our team right now. But you know, we traded him away because we needed to win the World Series now. They said we could do something like that with uh, possibly like Bryant, like trade him away and get a few good prospects that are coming up and, you know, fill some needs. Um, which, you know, like I said, if if Bryant, if, if we think Bryant's not going to give us a hometown discount or is not going to sign for anything less than $350 million, you know, why... Why keep him? I mean, I you know, and it, I'm not. It, yeah, if he's gonna jeopardize the team, yeah, he's not. He's not worth that much. No, I don't think he's worth. Jeopardize the rest. He wants. Rest of the team. He wants three hundred fifty million. Um, but I don't think you know. I don't want to pay him. I wouldn't want to pay him three hundred fifty million. Um. So I mean, if if we think he's not gonna do that, if we're he, if he's not gonna, you know, because I think we offered him three hundred million this year. And he turned it down. God damn, dude. So, you know. If you really break it down, though, it's like he's a badass at the plate, but at third base, you're not the MVP of our defense. No, he won an MVP his rookie year. but No, I, kn- I know that he's he's great on defense. Yeah. But, but he's we not... don't, you know, he's either at third base or left field. Yeah, you know, didn't he play some? Not, he played some first base too this year. I think he's played first base for Rizzo a few times. Yeah, yeah, the Cubbies go all over the place, man. They put and him. They did put him in the outfield, team. though. That's what's great about our team. We do have. We can cover all these defensive positions, but uh, pitching, you know, the bullpen has got to show some improvement and you know what else next year you know what else i think really screwed us this season and it's it probably doesn't sound like a lot but i think not having uh zobris there really fucked us too because i think zobris is one of those like a, a glue guy you know what i'm talking about with glue they keep everybody together yeah. yeah i think he's that glue guy for us he's he keeps everybody together and you know he like not having that leadership and his utility out there kind of like screwed us. You know, I know he can't pitch for yeah. us, but it, right. I uh, think, but that, all those solo shots that would have been two run home runs when he gets on base, because he's a great, uh, he's a great base hit hitter. Yeah, you know, so we have all these. Uh, uh, Kyle Schwarber solo homers, yeah, because he was batting lead off. You know that's how crazy this season got. Kyle Schwarber is our lead off batter. Yeah, he's I don't hitting, know. He's hitting solo homers that could have yeah. been worth two runs if we had a a solo or a, not a Jesus Christ a uh, if we had a true lead off batter like Zobris. That's it, how I see him. I see him hitting well enough to be the leadoff guy. And and they and they said that this might be Zobris last year, but I think, truthfully, 
if um if Zobrist or if Ross becomes our manager, I bet he gets one more year out of Zobrist. Because I, I think can see it, dude. I, I and I that's I would love to see it. I'd like to have Zobrist that's what another I'm year. For, yeah, another year of Zobrist. Um, resign Castellanos because Castellanos was was good too. Like I liked having that dude on on his. He was a spark there at the end too. You yeah, dude, and uh, he had speed on the bases too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a it, like an X factor. Oh yeah, guy. He was a good trade that at the extra end. Extra something you need to beat a team who's just as good as you. Yeah, and he's so passionate about um, and he was so passionate about playing for the Cubs and playing to win and stuff. I definitely think that he'd be a great guy to bring back. Oh, absolutely, man. I I would say that with no question. He finds a spot on the field, and we keep him in our batting order. I yeah, because he was he's a great player. I think I mean great I like Bodie, but I think we could. I think I don't think he's necessarily. I think he's about eighty percent ready to be at the MLB re- level. But like at the same time, he's not—he's not quite ready. He's ready, but he's not ready. You know what I'm saying? He's—he's he's almost Bodie, there. With Bodie, the game that I'll never forget, because I was texting you when it happened. You said the Cubs lineup is stacked even without Bryant. And I said, never count out the boys in blue. When I hit send. The Cubs are down three to nothing. Nothing. Zero runs on the board. Bodie hits a grand walk-off grand slam to end the game. Bodie bomb. Bodie bomb, dude. I mean, that's... To me, I would say he is ready, but... I he's mean, playing there's behind. So much, there's so much mathematics when you when you think about who is where on the field and what makes our best lineup. Yeah. Like, to try and balance it all out. If we have Bryant, which is a great problem to have, by the way. If we have Bryant in at third, you know, if we have Bryant in at third and Rizzo at first, where do we put Bodie? And especially if Zobris comes back next year, Zobris will play second. And then we've got Schwarber in the outfield. We've got um, um, Hayward. Hayward, Almora. And then Almora. They're talking about Almora defensively has not been as good as, you know, we think he is. He, I guess... As uh, I guess he ranks he, he like can cover ground though. He dude. can, I, yeah. I don't, I can't count him. But out as him. far as his bat though, he hasn't been that good. at The yeah. bat, or like I guess some defensive plays, he's messed some plays up. So they've been they have not been that high in Almora. But like, I mean Hap. I mean split between him and Hap. You know. Yeah, I think and that's another one. I'd love to see him keep him too. Half, I like half, yeah. But yeah, that's. You got so defense, many guys, and we can't keep them all. Is it's what sucks. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but that's yeah. The Cubs have an ideal problem on defense, where we have batters, we have defensemen, 
and we just don't have room for them. And what's going to happen is they're going to become trades for bullpen. Yeah. Or prospects for bullpen players. Yeah. That's the, I mean, that was the hole in our game. Yeah. In games that we could put 10 runs on another team, it didn't matter who our, who we had coming out of the bullpen. No. You know what I mean? And that yeah. was most of the seat. That was a good portion of the season was we're putting up runs and just outrunning the other team. They think Darvish is going to come back too. Um, I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think I'm, I don't know if they're saying something about Lester. Maybe he might not be like, he might be done, but uh, like Darvish With and the Cubs or baseball. I think baseball i don't know what his contract looks like that would make sense i couldn't imagine him right now trying to go to another team because epstein brought him in darvish i think darvish has got a um his is a um player option i believe and i think they said he's wanting to come back and then uh which i dig because toward the end of the year he was turning it on like his record does not show how accurately how good he was well, dude, when he first came out for the Cubbies, man, he was like two innings, get him out of here. Yeah, and then at the end, though, at the end of this, like, it, well, toward the end of this year, he was, he was, he was doing the damn thing. He was striking motherfuckers out, and he was, he was on top of it, but we just couldn't get run support for him. Yeah. That's what sucked. And then after he was done... You know, we had nobody that could um, pitch worth a damn that wouldn't give up runs, you know. So we needed to have run support for him. So, you know. You know what I'm saying? Respect, dude. But, I don't know. We just, we need that bullpen. And, you know, it's going to probably come at the price of a few, a few guys. Someone like. I'm a, I'm, it's I'm gonna a, be I'm someone a, with value behind it. It's him. gonna be someone like Bryant, and I bet it'll be someone like Schwarber. I could see Schwarber getting moved. Now I think I would I would say the same thing, not because I want to see either one of them. Oh, I don't want to see either one of them go. They're cubbies who, in my book. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But that's who has value yeah. to to their name. And can bring us something decent. I don't think Schwarber really necessarily has the um, the defensive prowess that they're looking for. But if we trade him to someone like the American League, where he would be uh, like a oh, pinch yeah. hitter, dude, he I think we could move him easily to the AL. He'd probably go to the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Fucking Yankees. Fucking hit two home runs and win three World Series. <laughs> and eat five hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have to be in shape. <laughs> They'd be like, like Shorby up. Uh Where my bot? Where my bot? Jesus, can't you? Nobody's going to touch your hot dog. Just leave it on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his name on all of them. 
little things, the hot dogs kind of. <laughs> the little uh, plastic or the cardboard carts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those have his number on them, but then he's just, he's borrowing people's bats. <laughs> You're on deck. I just got this. I just got this. <laughs> He's pounding beers and hot dogs. And <laughs> Does anyone have a left-handed bat? He's like, he's like, he's taking fucking, popping blood pressure medicine by the fucking, <laughs> by the hour. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, that's Schwarber though, man. I, I, you know, I, I you know, I wouldn't. I don't want to get rid of Schwarber or Bryant, you know. They're both, uh, you know, Schwarber that year that we won the World Series came back for the World Series, you know. And, you know, part of that team, you know, he got hurt at the beginning of that year and just, ah, I'd, I'd hate to lose him too. Hate to lose Bryant. But, you know, it's part of the game. That was, yeah, he it's, left. It's part of business. That's it. Schwarber left. And when he came back, wasn't a hundred percent. He was supposed to miss the entire year. Yeah, but and the, came back and batted like a sob. Yeah, like. But when it comes down to it, you're not going to trade players who don't have any value to them. Yeah, we're not going to just you send them to Des Moines or you get rid of them. We're not going to get anything out of like Victor Caratini. You know, our backup catcher. We're not going to get anything out of him. Right. You know, I mean, which I've never, I, I've, Victor Carantini, I've never been a fan of, but he's a cubby, so I'll root for him. But he's no Wilson Contreras. Nah, Willie is a bad dude, man. Yeah, Willie's the man. But what if we find ourselves in a scenario because Carantini can frame pitches better than Willie can, because that's not even his. That's not his first position. Willie is. Uh, Willie's not what that if, great at framing. No, he's no, not. What, but think if we have Carantini behind the plate, and we have Willie over at third base, hmm. and we have both of them in our lineup. I mean, what's what's Cubbies, what's Willie's Cubbies what's Willie's secondary position? I feel like he's like outfield. Is his second position? Well, I think he. Uh, I believe he was a third baseman, turned catcher. Hmm. A Schwarber was a catcher turned outfielder. Who now? Uh, Schwarber. Oh yeah, yeah, he was a catcher. Uh, let's see where he says but catcher dude, and left fielder. It says, but I like that. It, see, I love that about Joe Madden is he was so outside the box. Yeah, like he really worked with the talent that we have to give us the best chance of winning games, and that's why I was not ready to say goodbye to him. No, I mean, yeah, I liked. But I like because having... we have to. I will look to the future yeah i mean but thank you for everything joe thank you absolutely for everything dude. um that's a lot to think about man when you got i mean the cubs batting order is 
even next year, no matter who we lose, it's still going to be deadly. Mm -hmm. We have at least three more years of having the most deadly lineup in baseball. Hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone, every one of them can crank homers. Every one of them can get on base. And when the Cubs are in true form, you can't outscore them. And we, sh- I think, I think we showed that this last year with our bullpen being get as low, as bad as it was. We still just outscored teams. We did more than they could. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know. Of course, we have two dozen excuses why we didn't make it to the postseason, but, I mean, goddamn, the batting order, it's deadly any day of the week. Okay, let's see who we don't have on the books this year. Uh, apparently, Cole Hamels is going to be a free agent. Um, ben Zobris. Wasn't Zobris. that a big money thing too with Hamels? Uh, I don't know. Like, I think he. I think he won. Free agent. We traded him, didn't we? We traded for Hamels. I'm pretty sure. Uh, Zobris yeah, is a free agent. How that came about? Uh, Quintana is. Uh, that's a team option. Team option for uh, Quintana and Moro. Um, team option on Rizzo. Um, now that's who Strope's I Strope's a free agent. Oh, too bad. Cizik is a. Uh, I bet I don't think we. I bet we don't bring Strope back. We might though. I would. I would not be upset if uh, he Strope didn't make by. the roster. Uh, Anthony Rizzo though, I would. I would yeah. hate to see him go. I don't think we'll, he's he's an Epstein guy. We won't get rid of him. But he's a baller too, dude. Yeah. Did you see his injury late in the season? He was supposed to wear a boot for a week, mm. and as soon as he got it off, he was out on the field with tape on his <laughs> ankle. I mean, he came right back, dude. You yeah. can't. I mean, you can, but what I'm saying is. You can't fault a guy like that. Yeah. Like you can't hold nothing back from a guy. Yeah. And he hit a home run his first game back. And he wasn't even supposed to be there. He was supposed to be in a boot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, then uh, we're almost we're almost finished up. If you can hold it, man. I'll try. Um, and then uh, we got Cizik as a free agency. Then we got we got Bryant on two more years of arbitration this year, and then the year after. Then he's a free agent. Um, so we could possibly with a couple of years with him, you know. Uh, then Kinsler, the pitcher. Um, he's a he's a free agent. Um, Castellanos is a free agent. Um. Baez, we got arbitration on him for a couple more years. He's going to turn free agent the same year as uh, Bryant. 
Um, Russell, he's in arbitration for a couple more years. They're all going to hit free agency in the same year. Um, Kyle Schwarber, he's going to turn free agent that same year. So I bet to keep one of them, we're going to have to we're going to get rid of um, we're going to get rid of, or to keep those two, we're going to get rid of. Uh, or we don't really care about. I mean, Addison Russell, you know. Well, he keeps getting sent back to Des Moines, man. Yeah, his I, he does. He hasn't put together a successful year, you yeah. know, as a player anyway. Yeah, Lacroix, who we got in a trade, um, he is um, he's gonna be a free agent this year. So, and then the rest are just kind of like Contreras is arbitration for another three years. So we got him three years on arbitration. Um, Almora, we got three years of arbitration on him. Um, Ian Happ, he's pre-arbitration, so he's about six hundred three thousand. So we got him for another three years, or four years actually. Uh, and then like yeah, that's about that's about um. All uh, worry Ian, about. Ian Happ is another one who keeps getting sent down, but he is. He worth started his... the year out in in AAA though. Yeah, I mean he's worth his weight in gold on the field though yeah, yeah he's one of those you know is he gonna show up is he not at the plate but you know that's baseball dude yeah three out of ten you're a hall of famer at the plate but he is worth his weight in gold on the field that dude plays he plays his ass off on defense mm-hmm. and he, any position yeah. And you can put him anywhere. So I like that. Uh, that's uh, Anthony Rizzo would be a tough one to lose. Yeah. I don't think we'll lose him. Um, so with, uh, yeah, I think, I you know, I just don't know. I don't know what our payroll exactly looks like um, and who we can keep and who we can't keep. But you know some of the guys I want to keep. I you know I'd like to see another year out of Zobrist. You know I'd oh, like absolutely. to see I'd like to see Cole Hamels come back. But do we want to pay him twenty million dollars? It's one of the things. Yeah, um, we did. We definitely didn't get twenty million out of it out of him this year. No. I mean, yeah, we watched him pitch, and he he did pretty good. But like, we had no run support for him. True. We got hint. We had we got to see Hendrix and him pitch, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's. I mean, I want to keep. I want to keep. I want to bring back um, Lester. Lester's still with us, I guess. His option doesn't come up until twenty twenty one. So I guess I don't know where I heard that from. Rizzo. Um, Rizzo's a a team option. I think he's cheap too. Oh, it's a 16.5 million team option. But I, I we're I, we're not going to get rid of him. It's team option. We're not getting rid of him. He's a hard one to replace, man, because not only, you know, first base. He'd cut he's going to come if if Ross is there, he's coming back, guaranteed. Yeah, I would absolutely. And he's an Epstein guy. He's not going to go anywhere. He's one of them that I don't ever want to lose, man. I mean, retire left, a cubby, damn it. I mean, you got the left-handed first baseman 
who's a badass at the plate. I mean, my boy Tony. I mean, you can't. If it's between him or Bryant, you can't lose both. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rizzo's young too. He's not. Well, he's not. He's not that old. He's not. He's not that young. He's he's thirty, I think, somewhere around there. Yeah. So. Well, it'd be different if he was a center fielder in yeah. thirty. Yeah. You'd start to see a decline, but. Or he was uh, twenty-five and three hundred pounds at left field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or right field, right field, right left field. Is it if is it if you're facing the, the field. Left field, right third, field. Third base is right field. Okay. First base is left. Okay, so right, right field is where nothing ever comes to, right? Right field, yeah, except for lefties, yeah. But so if a, you're when we when if I you're twenty five and you're playing right field and you weigh three hundred pounds, yeah. <laughs> Schwarber. Yeah, when I was playing baseball back when you know everyone in Albia was right handed. If you were not good at playing sports, right field was your bread and butter. <laughs> or if you played for the Reds, when I played for the Reds, left and right field was your bread and butter. <laughs> we ran out of players. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's, I mean... We uh, definitely hit where we wanted to hit tonight. We need it. We can't go. We can't go three hours. Cause corporate Wade said that, uh, or corporate Norman said that, uh, file size gets too big. Can't upload it. We can't upload it. Can't You're do fired. it. Can't do it. You're fired. He can't fire us. We're the best fucking podcast on punninggame.com. We got that prime time spot. Don't prime we? time Friday, baby. The prime time players up in here. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, he was like, oh, we need a Friday spot. We need a Friday spot, man. What are we going to do about Friday? And then, then I'm like, hey, you know, I'm moving back, right? Me and Judge think about finding out the podcast. He's like, fucking thank God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank, thank God. God. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. Son of a bitch. Thank God. <laughs> He's like, his prayers had been answered. And we're just two guys, you know, doing a podcast. Yeah, and the crazy thing is I'm pretty sure he prays to the sun. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, the sun god Ra. Ra? I think he's is he like Egyptian? Part, yeah, I think he's part Egyptian. Huh. Yeah, he uh, believes that uh, his god carries the sun across the sky in a canoe. Oh, that makes then, sense. Yeah. That makes sense a lot with Wade, actually. Yeah, and then shows up later on and brings the moon out. Oh, how's he bring the moon out? Like airplane? Canoe. Oh, canoe? Yep. Canoe um, the sun? Same canoe. Canoe the, the moon? Yeah. Yeah, Norman definitely thinks the blue sky is ocean water. He's always been that way. So, I mean, you can't really judge him now. But I mean, we can judge him, but yeah, he also thinks the pyramids were built by extraterrestrial life forms. 
I mean, it, it make that answers a lot of questions. No, yeah. He also believes that he is one of the extraterrestrial life forms who built the pyramids, which is a little different. I can't get behind that. It's. I mean, it's different. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Egyptian. Hashtag pyramids. <laughs> Hashtag Norman. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag guilty. <laughs> oh. Hashtag allegedly. Hashtag time to get out of here. Time to get out of here, man. What do you say? Should we uh, take it to Junkhead for the official decision? Let's do it, dog. And still! The reigning podcast tag team champions of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, things about.